which bear is the most condescending? A grizzly bear. A panda. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like panda. I could so see a panda being like, bitch, please. I'm the prettiest bear. Like, I don't want to hear your shit. I was thinking like a honey badger, and then I was like, well, a grizzly bear is like the toughest, you know? See, like, when we do these, you are so logical. Yeah. And and not, like, like you're thinking, like, yes, this actually, this sounds like a bear that I've encountered in my life. No, no, it's a fucking joke. (laughs) I'm terrible. I'm terrible. What's up, degenerates? I'm Alex. And I'm Chrissy, and this is the Fear Butter Podcast. We are on episode 15. Is that right? I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I think it's episode 15. Today we're talking about superstitions. Um, or just I guess things that you believe bring you luck or bad luck. Yes. I feel like that's like a good like because I don't I don't think that it's necessarily like all a negative thing i think it's can be both and from when i researched there's a few on both ends so you said you were gonna give us the definite yeah so I, I i agree with you that like i feel like people are superstition for good luck and bad luck um mm-hmm. The definition of superstition is a widely held but unjustified belief in supernatural causation leading to certain consequences of an action or event or a practice based on such a belief. So, yeah, I mean, like, good luck, bad luck, whatever you do to avoid things. Um, I mean, like, we all know the number one, number one freaking... I feel like superstition that everybody does is like knock on wood. I literally stuck my hand in wood yes. chips the other day and was like, knock on wood. <laughs> what? Yes, I do it all the time. And like, I'm looking around, like, and sometimes I'll do like the little head knot, like, yeah, yeah, knock on wood, you know, to my own fucking scalp. Um, but I do, I think that like that's probably, it, I also think it's like the most convenient, you know, like people are like, oh, knock on wood. Yeah, like, I think, I think, like, you know, it, I really think the bottom line is like, your consequences have actions. Yeah, I agree. It's and like you have to know that your consequences. Jesus, your consequences have actions. I just said your actions have consequences. <laughs> and you were about to agree with me, Alexandra. <laughs> Ooh, it's early in the morning, by the way. This is right? Sunday morning, I'm, and it's. I'm, I honestly like. I think that I'm still drunk from last night. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like you took intentionally. You take your boyfriend we to our place. To do... My boyfriend's furious at me. Um. We just gonna be a little like that before we get into this. We went to uh, dinner with Sam, my old roommate, mm-hmm. and her boyfriend. Stan doesn't drink. Her boyfriend drinks like one beer for every five beers that Chris drinks. So naturally, we were having you know a great time, and they were slowly having a great time. And then you know by the time that we had been like at the second bar we were at. We were like people watching and predicting like what these groups of people were doing. Yeah. So there was like a group of three women, um, and we were like you know panning out like their whole life story. Like okay, so they, play, you know like this one's going through a divorce, and that's why she got with the younger girls. These two, like the one girl is in camo and she's 
just RBF, hates everything, but still wants to go out and have a good time. And the one girl's like super innocent, like loves her life. And just like planning out these women's days. And then we sent them shots. And we made a server that Chris was like, oh, what do you guys do after shift? And then we met them at another bar. Damn, you guys yeah. had a like, wild ass night. Like, yeah. We didn't get home until like three o'clock in the morning. And I'm just. You're rough, tired. Rough time. You're tired. Anywho. Yes. And I look it. So, um, the consequences of my actions, <laughs> my superstition is real. Um, but I think, like, I don't think I necessarily have any superstitions, like, to myself. I think that probably the only thing I do is, like, the don't step in a crack. Like, that's been a thing since I was a small child, and that's not going anywhere. Yeah, don't step on a crack, break your mama's back has mama's been, back. like... Yeah. I mean, I don't... That, I still don't step on cracks, and I'm 32, you know? like Right. I'm like, I, I can't ditch that one. I can't get it out of my mind. Yeah. Um, I don't think, like, I do anything else. It's, like, superstitious. When I was younger, however, I played basketball, um, like, for my school, and I wore a pair of SpongeBob boxers. That's the kind of phase that I was in. And the first game I wore them, we won. And I was like, I gotta wear these every game. So I wore them every single game. Like regardless if they were back to back or anything like that, I was like, Mom, wash these, like they have to be ready to go. And I mean we played like eighteen games, you know, a season. And I was yeah. like, I have to have my SpongeBob boxers. Which now looking back I'm like you're a fucking psychopath, but <laughs> Now that I think about it, um, I am, I think, a little superstitious, and uh, I wear the same t-shirt for every powerlifting meet I've ever done. Um, I've done it one time I wore a different t-shirt, and I bombed out of that meet. Same Mm -hmm. t-shirt since that. Like, that was one meet I did it. I will never wear a different t-shirt ever. It's the same t-shirt. I have to make sure that I fit into said t-shirt. Which luckily yeah. I have from weight class one thirty two to weight class one seventy one or one eighty one, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> still, um, in Ace Ventura, like the um, kind of like open thing about the the dolphins missing. He's holding the one dude is holding a rabbit's foot. Yes, and he like pulls it away, and he's like this superstition bullshit, and it's like the guy just like hides it, and like. It's, and he's like, you know, I, I got a guy who hasn't washed his jock strap in two years because yeah. he thinks flies are lucky. And I'm like, I really hope that's not the I case. Don't, yes. But I'm sure. But those like, are real. Like, I feel like athletes point, definitely have serious um, superstitions. Yeah. Like, at some point in time, you have to stop believing in skill and start believing in luck. Yep. You know, like, like Tom Brady's got to have some type of weird ass superstition. I'd love to know what it is. I would he's love to have know what it is. That is that is a really good question. Um, you know, like that fucking vegan freak's got to have something. Something. Now that I think about it too, is like, there's, there's like, all right, I lost my train of thought. I'll come back to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but you got some from listeners. Yeah, I got a couple from listeners. Uh, the the best one I got matching tattoos with your significant other dooms the relationship. Bro, like, bad news. Bad I, fucking like, news. I can't, I can't think 
of any time where that's been successful for somebody. No, like, I, I really cannot. No, as soon as I read that, yeah. I was like, my dad and his ex-wife getting <laughs> matching tattoos <laughs> on their sides. And those matching tattoos were an outlet and a plug. Yeah. Like. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes, my father. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, again, it's 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 fun to to uh, learn from oh, yeah. my father and mother's mistakes. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're there for, dude. Exactly. That is what they're fucking there for. Um, um I uh, I well, I mean, aside from us, you know. Also, by the way, like our matching tattoos. Yeah. My other best friends like mariah and ashley are both very much like okay so when are we getting yeah tattoos? yeah so i started the thing now full my whole radar is just going to be a space for matching tattoos with my best girlfriends so oh my god i love it we started a trend that matching tattoo no consequences like very much a, yeah a good idea significant others is different from best friends yeah um so, like there was there was one that I read that I totally forgot about is the pennies. Find a penny, pick it up. But it has to be on, like they always say, like it has to be on heads, right? And if you step on it, if it's on tails and you step on it, it's fine. And for mm-hmm. years I was like that. For years I was like, I'm not going to pick it up. I'll step, you know, or I'll step on it. Now I'm just like, mm, yeah. I'm going to pick up all the pennies I see on the ground. And let yeah, me tell you something. Always. I make some money off the change that people throw <laughs> on the ground. I mean, like that, like, I think there's so many, probably when I was younger, I probably had a shit ton more of stuff like that that was, like, silly, but, like, also very, like, prevalent in our day and age. And one of the answers I got was, because I, I said in the caption, I said, how do you get lucky? And this dude responded, morning wood. And I'm like, <laughs> You're gross, but probably, yes. Like, that is something naturally that your body just fucking produces for you. And you're like, okay, I have to take advantage of this. Like, as a man, yeah. Like, maybe you have bad luck for some time. I don't know. Uh, As a man, oh, you know what? My Nana had really weird superstitions. And I don't know, this must be, I don't know if this is an Italian thing. No shoes on the table, no hats on the bed. Like no, sh- like uh, like say you got a brand new box, brand new pair of shoes, right? You come yeah. home and you put your shoes on the table. Absolutely not, absolutely not. You want to see an Italian meltdown? <laughs> Shit's about to. Oh, <laughs> same with the hats on the bed. So I actually do not put hats on the bed or shoes on the table. Now that I think about it, I don't. Mm. Um, and that's probably like an unconscious thing now. Like you don't really realize it, but it happens because yeah. It was ingrained in your brain. Yeah, and that's just you know, it's, and I'm like, yeah, I don't even know. It's it, interesting. Yeah, it's <laughs> really it's really interesting to think about now. There's a, and and of course you know I have a black cat, and my sister right. has four black cats. Uh-huh. Um, so we don't believe in that superstition of black cats crossing your path. And what's crazy, is, we actually had a lot of a streak of really good luck when we rescued Stoli, our first black Mm -hmm. cat. Um, You know, at first it was just like, oh no, you know, everybody's like, ah, black cat, super special. Like we're like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) And sure as shit, we ended up having really good luck when he came. Um, So I don't know. There's like, it's hard for me because I think of like luck and I also think of karma. Mm -hmm. 
And I think yes. that like, again, you know, the better like, the person you are, the better outcome you're going to have in life. So it's like, for me, it's, it's, it's more about like, I, I don't know, it's hard for me to believe in just luck. It's more so like chance. Um, yes. you know, and, and again, your actions and your consequences, like you said, if you don't take the chance, it's not going to happen. If you take the chance, you got a 50, 50% of winning or losing. Right. But I think like, like on an other end of that, <clears throat> Jesus Christ, my, my voice is disgusting. Um, like if you are a good person and you do all the right things and you've got like good karma coming your way, do you necessarily take that as an opportunity to be like, you know what, I'm going to walk under this ladder. I'm going to fucking break this mirror. <laughs> you know, I'm going to step on this fucking crack and see what happens. Like, you know, my mom had back surgery last year. Like, did I step on a crack something? Yeah, no, I can see it. And that's, I mean? that's like, what I mean is like, how do you get to take advantage, you know, of your good karma because, Oh, no. You know, that, no, no, no. Like, no. No. Like, I no. still, like, no matter what, like, even if I have all my fucking ducks in a row, so to speak, I'm still, like, man, I'm not stepping on any cracks. No, no, no. You Never. make, no, everything <laughs> happens naturally. Exactly. Like, you don't force, no forcing of yeah. said luck and or karma. Right. Like, you let everything play out. You can't be karma. There's very, like, yeah. No, there's very, like, careless people that are like, oh, like, who cares? You know, and then, like, are astonished when, bad things happen i'm like no like this is you ignoring exactly you know, all, your, all your good luck so to speak exactly and now you have to fucking suffer the consequences <laughs> um i did i did a little um googling and this one i just wanted to bring up so uh victor noir um and appear apparently he was um a very well-endowed man um, and he has a, a statue for his grave and it's laying down. It literally looks like they buried him toward like some sort of ceiling or sealant on him because it's like a, you know, laying down statue yeah. basically. Yeah. And his private parts are like noticeable in said statue. So it just looks like this dude is hung but in a fucking like <laughs> erect like erect yes like like a, a fucking uh down his leg like a good gray sweatpants pp he's <laughs> okay and they they like you know did it like for whatever reason i saw this on somebody's instagram and i was like that's so bizarre but like where his private parts are apparently like the the myth is not the myth but he was kind of a ladies man and his his thing is that his uh, statue brings luck for fertility. Huh. So if literally where if are we going with this? His, you know, <laughs> ceramic genitalia, or you know, kiss his lips, then it it brings you luck to get pregnant. So this dude's junk is fucking filed out in this statue, right? And it's fading away because these women are coming and just grinding oh, on this fucking dude. I think it's in Paris. And, um, I'm like, not surprised very, it's in Paris. <laughs> right? Uh, and he was like a he was like a journalist or something like that. Um, but like a, a generally like just not like impressive human being. Yeah. And yeah, they like made his fucking statue. So like this has been like he was 
1848 to 1870. So this statue is like super, super old. Like it's not anything, you know, like yeah. brand new. So women have been doing this for literally over a hundred years. And homeboy's junk is like wearing away. I'm just curious if like these women in. actually have children. Like I want to yes. know if it works. You know, that's the thing about superstition like, is it's unproven. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, no. And, and at what point do you say like that's silly? I don't believe that. Right. You know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, make make my own, you know, possibilities or, or life or whatever the case is. Right. Um, but yeah, like I thought that one was just like super bizarre. And it, it came up like, aside from my research, this is just like something that somebody had posted not too long ago. And I was like, that's fucking weird. Like I would never, even if I was in like the depths of trying to get pregnant. Right. I would never go, right. like, you know what? Let me go rub my junk on this guy's uh, corpse, basically. You know, like just very very fucking bizarre yeah that's Um, that's really freaking i mean that's just taking superstition to an the the next level but some people you know fertility is very touchy subject and and i understand completely because it it's it's it will be a struggle for me when the time comes to Mm -hmm. attempt to get pregnant um but when you are doing everything in your power naturally to conceive and nothing is working you do you gotta whatever you got to do. Else. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's scary movies made about women making deals with the devil to have children. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I mean, bringing that up, how do you feel about the number 13? I've never uh, had, like, a negative um, connotation attached to it. So, like, I've never, you know, like, had a, a bad experience I do think that Friday, I'm like on a Friday the 13th, like I'm not trying to do anything. Yeah. You know, I'm like, maybe I'll just like lay low for the evening. Yeah. Um, See, Friday the 13th is like, yeah. And and like, I don't know, like, I I like to say that I don't believe in like, you know, all that hocus pocus bullshit, but like, on some level, like, it's not necessarily that I think I'm going to go out and I'm going to fuck get murdered. Right. But. Right. You avoid the situation. I might have a, a evening that doesn't go my way. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? Like, let's just not risk that. I'm very cautious when it comes to to Friday the Thirteenth. But like, I'm I'm more concerned about like yesterday. I stepped on the scale and I was 166.6 pounds. And like, I have to go fucking. So six 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 is a problem way, for you. I'm not going to sit at this number. No, no, I don't like that. No, I understand. So thirteen, actually, some people. The reason why a lot of people think it's bad luck is from the Bible because Judas, who betrayed Jesus is thought to have been the 13th guest to sit down at the Last Supper. Right, right, okay. So growing up, 13 was always not a number we, you know, we use. And luckily, it's not a number you see often. Um, it is an right. odd number. It is a prime, prime number. So a lot of people actually think that 13 is good luck if they're not Christian. Uh-huh. However, like we said, Friday the 13th, a lot of fucking weird shit happens. Mm-hmm. A lot of weird things happen. So... Again, another superstition, but... A Friday the 13th and, like, a full moon. Ooh, girl, you staying inside. I'm lighting candles. I'm I'm making sure that... I'm fucking out here with my sage. Yes, sage in my whole house. I don't do that often, but I'm fucking doing it when something like that See, and that's what I mean is, like, superstition. And that's another one. So, like, full moons. Like, everybody says, like, uh, you know, the day after a full moon, the freaks come out. Like, bad things happen, you know? fucking crazies. Yeah, so it's kind of, like, it's really interesting to to see, like, where these things come from. And I found this website called scarymommy.com, and I just really like this website. But 
she oh, has sure something, you, <laughs> you know, she's like, Friday the 13th, many b- people believe that Friday the 13th is a cursed day. While Friday the 13th movie certainly escalated things, the superstition may be as old as Christianity. So that's kind of where, you know, that comes into. So hmm. um, it's it's really interesting to see that, like, how people can be superstitious about numbers. Like you are with 666. I'm the same way. I had an order number the other day at work that was like 41666. And I'm like, oh, man, I can't change this. No. I got to see this order number for weeks now. <laughs> I'm so mad about it. But, yeah, it's just, you know, I don't – it's it's really cool uh-huh. and, and also very scary at times. <laughs> Yeah, like I don't necessarily think that anything bad, anything bad has happened to me because of that number, but like I keep it in the back of my mind. So I'm like, mm, I don't like that. You know, yeah, it's, like it's your subconscious, man. It's your um, subconscious. And I think that like it's it's culturally based. You know, like certain um, countries and stuff like that have different superstitions, and like some of the ones that I found um, are like per you know locations. So, like this one is like um, in India. A solar, a solar eclipse. Like, they're very, very superstitious about a Ooh, solar eclipse. Okay. Um, and they pretty much just, like, hibernate for the duration of a solar eclipse. Um, and, like, just about everything is put in the hibernation mode from road traffic to the stock market due to the widespread belief that the sun's rays are toxic during the celestial event. Wow. Some are to believe that, and, and this is even weirder, some also believe that during a solar eclipse, if you bury a sick child up to the neck... The eclipse will take away. Their... And that's so fucking wild. <laughs> wow, that's really. That's like a thing for them. Uh, I found a couple from other countries too that were like really weird. And it's like, so no complimenting. In Serbia, it's bad luck to compliment an if infant. If you call a newborn cute, they will be cursed with misfortune. In order to save them, you must call the baby ugly. Yeah. What? I, that's in Serbia. That's so bizarre. Yeah. There's a... Like, like what? Useful. I've never looked at a baby and been like, oh, that baby's very cute because most babies look like fucking aliens. Yeah, I was so going like, to say. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with them. Like, I feel like that's irrelevant. Yeah. Like, um, but but I'm not going to call a baby so. ugly. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to look at something baby and be like, wow, it's ugly. You know, it's exactly. stupid. Fucking you know, happy and healthy. And we're going to be like, yeah, that baby's hideous. Um, well, this one that I found in Nigeria, you're never allowed to kiss the baby on the lips or they'll drool. And then when they grow, and then they'll do that until they grow into adulthood. So basically if you give a baby a kiss on the lips, it's going to drool until it's fucking 30 and be fucking weird shit. Okay. Well, um, in America and all the countries everywhere, including Nigeria, we shouldn't be kissing babies on the lips, period. Like, we know what happens and now. Yeah. What happens? Like, the line of that. Yeah. <laughs> you should really shouldn't be kissing babies on the lips anyway. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Thank you. I don't kiss anybody on the lips except for my man. Right. Oh, my dog, too. Very bizarre. My dog. I definitely kiss her on the lips. Who oh. am I kidding? Um, and and uh, here's one. Don't sand your chopsticks in your food. So it may, may seem like a great place to keep your chopsticks, but in Japan, it's very bad luck. When chopsticks are planted straight up in your food, they resemble the Japanese number four, which represents death. Ooh. So now we got another number to worry about. Yeah. Number four. Well, actually, I have another one, another number in Afghanistan. The number 39 is linked to, inexplicably, uh, prostitution. And anyone whose number or license plate ends with 39 
is a social pariah. What? A a pariah to me, yeah, like that's the worst of the worst. People who are um, 39 years old often say they're one less than 40. Wow, they don't even say 39. Yeah. Wow. They won't even claim the age. Yeah. (sighs) What's a common one that is like, oh, you know what? That really scares me. Having mirrors facing each other. I mean, maybe I've just seen way too many scary movies, but like to me, having mirrors. Yeah, but like, no, don't do that in your own house. Um, I'm trying to like, obviously avoid. Okay, so here it is: avoid facing your mirrors towards each other. A broken mirror is bad, but you never want to have two mirrors facing each other either. That reflection of the infinite mirror may look amazing, but according to Mexican legend, it's a doorway to hell the devil can climb through. So, yeah, don't do that. But also, like, I've never, you know, we we were always raised not to um, face mirrors together. And so I guess that that is a very uh, religious thing, Uh, you know. And, like, back in the day when people died in their houses, they would cover up everything. They covered up all the mirrors, all the furniture, everything with white cloth. I forgot the explanation. I'll say it in the next episode. But there's a reason for it. So, well, and like, like you think that, like, then listening to these ones, like, from other countries, I'm like, oh, like, that's so weird. And then I think about, like, the fact that I still don't step on cracks. Yeah. Because I'm going to break my mom's neck, you know, like, but, like, something like that, like, is instilled in your mind to be normal. Yeah. You know, even as bizarre as it sounds to us. Um, this one in uh, South Korea, uh, going to sleep with a fan on in closed space can kill you. Oh, well, like, listen, I'm shutting the door and I'm turning my fan on because I like that sound. Yeah. Um, but this un- unfounded belief is so prevalent that the electric fans are often sold with timers to prevent accidental death due to suffocation somehow. So, like, that's, like, even, like, in the, you know... <laughs> what? In the purchasing side of fans, like, fans in South Korea apparently are catching a bad death. Which is so Damn. Bizarre. I would be so mad if I woke up and my fan was off. Right. Like that's our fan is actually we have we have a ceiling fan in our bedroom and it's it's fucking powerful, dude. So like if that motherfucker's on, like I'm freezing cold. And Chris is like, This is the best day ever. I'm like, no, we're I'm not. I we're, love that. Okay. I had to remove the ceiling um, fan in my bedroom because it sparked and blew a fuse, so it had to go. Oh. So now I just have a light. Yeah. 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 So you know what's a good one? Um Itchy palm. I've used this. I've like, I not used this, but I've heard of this one a long time ago when I was like in college. If your hands are itchy, like if your palm is itchy, it means you're about to get some money. Reason you hold out your hand to accept money. Other others believe it means you're about to meet someone new. You'll extend the hand, extend and shake hands with a new friend. In both cases, one stipulation remains. You can't scratch it. It's bad luck. I scratch my hands every time my palms itch. <laughs> but I'm still making dough, yeah. so I can't complain. <laughs> That's really weird. Um, or the one where, uh, what's like, the other one? Like where you're, when your ears are ringing? Is it ringing? Yeah. That's somebody's talking about you? Right now, um, is people are talking about you. So um, um, I had a an ART specialist, like a, she did some work on me and we were I don't know how we were talking about it and she's like oh do your ears ring and I was like yeah you know somebody's talking about me joking and she's like no your jaw's tight 
you need to yeah. you need to, to uh, release your jaw. And I was like, damn, this whole freaking time, my whole life, I was like, oh, somebody's talking about me. Um, um, what about your nose? Tinnitus. Did you hear what it what? Tinnitus is what makes your ears ring, and it is um, your hearing buzzing, whistling, ringing, or other sounds. Um, and it's actually not a disease, and there's no cure for it. Great, great. That's good to know. Um, there's another one that when I was little that I was taught is uh, that uh, if your nose is itching, you're going to kiss a fool. And my nose is itched quite a lot, and I've definitely kissed a lot of fools. So, uh, yeah, I believe in that one. Yeah. <laughs> that one is prevalent in my real life. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You're probably right. Um, and I have another one that I wanted to. Um, this is weird. So in Thailand, um, it's considered good luck for a man to wear a penis medallion. Excuse it's me? A, yeah. It's called a. It's, it's spelled P A L A D um, and then K H I K, um, which translates to honorable surrogate penis. <laughs> And it's supposed to confer to good fortune when gambling, protect you from muggings, and make you irresistible to women. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, just walking around and being like, oh, that guy's got a dick on his chest. That's who I want to be. Like, super bizarre. That's or, like, so weird. Like, a criminal and seeing that, be like, oh, I cannot rob this person. He's got a penis medallion yeah. around his neck. Yeah. Like, what kind of, you know, like, just what kind of justification do we get here? And like, how, how do we, you know, and like, I think religion plays a big factor into it, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like they're, I mean, like we're, we're led to believe as children that, you know, Adam and Eve, um, you know, made a, a bad decision. She ate the apple, whatever. And now we're all fucking doomed. I'm like that, you know, that's, that's something that we were taught to prevent us from yeah. making poor choices yeah. as children. Yeah. And I'm like, it, like, why then? Okay, so what part of the uh, thought process is like, if you wear a dick around your neck, it's going to keep you from getting mugged. Like, how do we go from Adam and Eve to penis medallion? Because of different faiths. Because everybody has a dick. It's, it's wild to think about. And Adam, Adam and Eve is something that I, qu I question a lot. You know, like they say that Eve tempted Adam. And I'm yeah. like, well, Adam was naked too, man. I'm sure Eve was tempted by Adam. What do you mean? Yeah. Just walking around slaying dick all day. Well, right. Yeah. I'm sure Come she on. Had a fucking... Yeah. Oh, no. You know, no, no, no. Don't do that. No. Don't eat the apple off the tree. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I got one uh, that I actually don't do. And I think it's just because, it, I don't know, um, opening an umbrella indoors um, it's, it's, uh, some people believe that it's just bad luck. Um, but, uh, another theory is that umbrellas are already magical because they shade us from the sun and therefore opening in one in the house offends the sun God. Um, oh. so if you have a faith in a sun God, don't open your umbrella in the house. Um, I don't open up the umbrella in the house cause, uh, I'm afraid that it's going to break something. <laughs> Yes. Uh, and well, well, when we bring our umbrellas in the house, we leave them open. Yeah, because they gotta dry. To, like, dry out. Right. So, but then, like, I wait 
into, and then like once they're dry, I close them, and then when I'm going to leave the house again, if it is great, then I open it when I get outside of the house. Yeah, actually, like similar to that one is like walking under a ladder. Right, right. Or broke or breaking a mirror, or like breaking a mirror. Yeah. Like many religions believe a mirror shows the reflection of your soul. So when you break it. You can have dire consequences. Exactly. Like, and so I'm always like super, I'm not touching that mirror. When I go shopping and I'm like no. walking down the mirror aisle, I'm like staying as far away from them as I possibly can. So, I mean, that's, I guess, a superstition. I feel like I'm it's way more superstitious than I thought. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> walking under yeah. a ladder, though, I'm like, I'm just not trying to get smashed. And remember in um, the movie um, Final Destination? I think it was the first one. He like jokingly walked under the ladder. And then he got smushed. I swear that's how it happened. I think it's in the first one. I mean, in those in those movies, yes, I I bet that that's because they they very much so I feel like played on um, superstitions. superstitions and yeah. bad luck, you know, um, cheating death, so on and so forth. Cheating um, death is like you, yeah, like huge. You can't cheat death. That's the problem. No, you just can't. Um, no. Um, in Spain, instead of kissing someone when the clock strikes strikes twelve on New Year's Eve, you should. <laughs> this is so weird. You should eat twelve grapes in rapid succession. Uh, not only does this ensure the coming you'll be a lucky one, but it also gives you a delicious grape breath. Yeah. When you do kiss someone, you're fucking ready to go. <laughs> That's definitely a cultural thing. Yeah, definitely doing the stuffing the grapes. Yeah, carrying an empty bucket in Russia. Or even seeing somebody carrying an empty bucket in Russia is a bad omen. Um, <laughs> like we do the fact that uh, the Tsar Alexander II was assassinated by a man with empty buckets for hands. Oh, that's which weird. Is a true story. I, that, see, I feel like Russians are very superstitious because a lot of the superstitions I have found are yeah. Russian, and I'm like, I'm not really happy with happy with yeah, like. Exactly. And I'm like, I'm not really happy with Russia right now, so I don't want to even <laughs> use them. But it's like, they have really weird superstitions, so it's kind of... I got one. Um, this one's kind of weird. And I've never actually, like, seen it in real life. A diagonally facing window. So, like, the image that they have here is, like, the house is, like, it looks like like an extension or, like, a, um, a, an addition, basically. And the window is on... An angle. An angle. Yeah, and the ho- like the house itself like comes to a peak, so like the the window is on an angle, and they're referred to as witch windows due to the belief that witches can fly their broomsticks through diagonal windows. This is in Vermont. That's weird. Well, Vermont in the Northeast, and like they are just not like New England is not a, like yes. they don't like witches, so fuck them. Um, yeah. But yeah, like no, it. like yeah, no. Um, <laughs> um, and like the, the rest of it, the witch could probably still do magic herself through the front door, but you'll make things a lot harder for her. Bish, the witch <laughs> is going to do magic no matter what. If she's got a purple door, a sideways window, guess what? She's going to do magic. I don't care. Right. Witches do magic without having any of that shit. So there ain't nothing wrong wrong with that. Wow. these are, I'm just like uh, shocked by how many of my life decisions actually are weighed by superstitions. Yes. Like, that is absolutely wild to me to think about, that, like, my subconscious now does things based off superstitions from when that I learned when I was a child. 1,000%. 
Isn't that just uh, like, that's fucking wild. I'm like, for, like I, I wouldn't even have thought of them as superstitions necessarily, but more so just like, you just don't do that. Yeah, like kind of like, like a rule just, to live by that you just, you just don't do that. Yeah. And, and like, you don't know why, you know, right. you just, you just don't. <laughs> well, that's, that's the problem with the generations before us. There was, uh, you do this with out an explanation and we are the yes. generation is like why <laughs> why but why <laughs> like, just fucking do it and don't ask questions exactly um, that, that's true though that's very fucking true um in iceland you're advised to avoid knitting on your doorstep um during the later months of the year and this bringing about a long winter Okay, so that's kind of like yes. uh, Americans and Groundhog Day, you know? I feel like Groundhog Day yes. is definitely... Uh... That is the biggest little shit ever, and we still... It's on the news, they do a big production for it, for this motherfucker to just pop his head out, and if he does, like, cool, we only have six weeks left of right, winter. Right, right. That's definitely, yeah. So, so bizarre how yeah. we came to this. As I would, You know what? Let's, let's fucking find that out. Why is Groundhog Day a thing? With Bill Murray called Groundhog Day. And it's a hysterical movie. (laughs) And when I looked it up, like, uh, of the first 15 fucking links on Google are about the movie, not about the actual Groundhog Day. (laughs) Um, But it's from an old Germanic tale, uh, Germanic, um, that each year a groundhog will poke its head out of its den around this time, which is, I believe it's February 2nd, it says. Yes. Um, And if it sees its shadow, and that's, you know, if it's a clear day out, the winter will carry on for six more weeks. If, however, it sees a cloudy day, it means we're getting early spring. So it's better if it doesn't see its shadow. Right, right. Um, Although the day is celebrated across North America, with the day being chosen as its midpoint of winter, um, the first observance was in uh, Punxsutawney. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I don't know what the P U N X S A T A W N E Y. You sounded like it sounded like you were right on that. But is that like in New England or really wholeheartedly sounded that out? And this is where the largest celebration takes place to this day, and where the film is set. Ah. Yeah, so they do a big ceremony, and it's held at daybreak, um, and it's called uh, Gobbler's Knob in Puxatawney is where they host this, Um, and the groundhog is known as Puxatawney Phil, um, and he's looked after throughout the year by a select group called the Puxatawney Groundhog Club, Inner Circle, um, which is who also play an annual ceremony, Um, and Phil is... (laughs) He's helped um, to the top of a stump and tells the president of the inner circle in a language known as, known as groundhoggies his verdict on what he's seen. <laughs> so this is like the whole, you know. This like, poor groundhog. This poor groundhog. It's, like this is, I know. And like this is something that I think has been going on for like, I mean, obviously the movie set in like the. It's um, decades. It's been going on for decades. Yeah. Like, like I think, um, but that was like the idea of the Groundhog Day has been going on for many years. But so that's that's probably like our, our, and I would just like in my head, like I would think that's more like an American tradition. Yeah, yeah. But that is technically a superstition. 
That's so, so I was, crazy. Like, I, I correlated superstitions with like spooky things. See, what's but. crazy to me is like Groundhog's Day to me, um, unfortunately, uh, was my late grandfather's birthday. He oh. also died on his birthday on February Ooh. 2nd at a Chinese restaurant picking up his favorite birthday meal. He dropped dead at the counter. Yes. May he rest Holy in peace. Shit. I love my grandfather. Miss him dearly. He died when I was like eight. So it was pretty crazy. And for me, I was like, I don't ever want to celebrate Groundhog's Day. Like there's nothing good about Groundhog's oh. Day to me. <laughs> so no, never. no, that's crazy. But I did want to save the best for last, which we all know. And I'm sure everybody has done it once in their life um, is <laughs> throwing the salt over your shoulder. Uh, I actually like hold the salt shaker with my entire hand so that I don't drop the salt. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've definitely thrown salt in somebody's hair at a restaurant. Like that's no joke. Yeah. Not intentionally. So my, my friend, Emily, I used to work with her. I think you might have met her. I used to work with her anytime. Um, she was a trainer and she was a lot of fun. Um, her and her friend Marie took me out one night and we went out in uh, downtown Naperville and however the subject got brought up of throwing salt over your shoulder, this bitch opened a salt shaker and started throwing it around <laughs> in the middle Making of the Making it water. rain salt. And she's like, salt showers for everyone. And people were just like, what the fuck is happening? And it was just like <laughs> the biggest shit show I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, I, I think that your heart's in the right place. But I also think that you might have done this a little bit. So I think that also brings us to, you know, the, the title of the episode and throwing the whole ass fucking salt shaker <laughs> at someone. So I think, I think every superstition has its limits and that's the best possible example. Yes, absolutely. You, every superstition has its limits. I'm very, I'm, I feel like I'm very careless when it comes to like hearing about stuff like this. I'm like, man, like I don't give a shit about anything. Like, I don't pay attention to shit. I pay attention to too much because of my brain and how it functions. I pay attention to the shit I shouldn't be paying attention to. And on that note, (laughs) episode 15 has commenced. Feels good to mingle with these laid back country folk, don't it, Hair? I like it a lot. Uh oh. What? What's the matter? You spilled the salt. That's what's the matter. Spilling the salt is very bad luck. Driving across the country, the last thing we need is bad luck. Quick, toss some salt over your right shoulder. What the hell? Uh Uh-uh. 